The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. Hi, this is Lady Petra. I'm Safa Master. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so what are we drinking today? We are drinking a sidecar. Sidecar. It's a very French drink. Oh, yeah. It was invented uh, at the Ritz Hotel in Paris, France around 1915. 15? Yeah. So, right so in the middle World of the war. war yeah, yeah, this was the drink. Wow. And I remember hearing things about this when I went to NOLA for uh, some of the old school drinks, was this was one of the ones you needed to try. Hmm. And what's in it? So, it's cognac lemon juice, and it says triple sec, but I like to use Grand Marnier because it's a much finer orange liqueur it's a strong drink yeah it's strong and and when you use the the grand Marnier, it's sweet too so yeah it, so it adds you don't have to add simple syrup, syrup to this yeah. um the lemons were pretty good this time so i don't think they were too tart too tart yeah but it's you can tell like on a hot day mm. and you come into a air-conditioned place and you have one of these this can quickly turn into 10 of these yeah, we, we got reminded of this drink watching Bonfire of the Vanities. Yes. Where he actually did have like 10 of them and then died. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So what are we talking about today? Um, I wanted to revisit a topic we, we talked about a little bit in the past. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a whole sort of polyamorous... Um, world of kink in the world of hot wifing mm-hmm. so you know there, there are lots of different aspects of that dynamic right when you and i first started dating i thought of you as my hot wife mm-hmm. which is well, to you say said that a couple times <laughs> yeah which is to say you were married to another man yeah and i was dating you uh yeah yeah and, <laughs> and as a hot wife that would be where your partner mm-hmm. is your cuckold right and so, we tried so, so to he talk, was, we talked about that too <laughs> yeah so, so he was cuckolded by you mm-hmm. because you weren't sleeping with him you're sleeping with me correct and that made me your bull yep so there there, there are three roles right mm-hmm. there's the bull there's the hot wife and there's the cuckold mm-hmm. and those three people are involved in a polyamorous dynamic where or, or let, let me let me let me rephrase that. They're involved in a typically a non-monogamous dynamic. It may not be polyamorous. Okay, non-monogamous because the, they're a couple and they're not being monogamous. Is that why you're saying it like it's that? It's non-monogamous because 
the hot wife might have one or two or three or four lovers. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. There might be many bulls. There might be women that she's dating if Correct. she's bisexual. So she th- could have multiple partners. Yes. Meaning non-monogamous. Non-monogamous. Okay. Poly would mean... There were, there were loving relationships. Polyamory. Oh, okay. versus, versus just seeing and sex and that exactly. kind of thing. Exactly. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about that is that for the most part, these are often consensual non-monogamous relationships. And, okay. and what I mean You're, by right. that is the hot wife and the cuckold might have an agreement that has the cuckold being second in the wife's, in the hot wife's sexual, like, hierarchy. Yeah, okay. So, okay. so what, what often happens, and, there, and it's not like there's a particular way to do it, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but... Are what, they always, hot wives always married? Or yes. they just partnered? They're generally married. Okay. Generally. But yeah. it, I don't know that you can say always, but generally speaking. Okay, okay, okay. Because you're a hot wife, so you're well, married. Well, yeah, but yeah. I just wondered if it's a designation because if it's a partnership and they've cuckolded somebody and then they've decided to explore a bowl or what, if that's considered so hot wife It's still considered hot wife Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the experience of the hot wife is that she becomes the super-sexualized creature mm-hmm. who... Um, goes out on dates, maybe has sleepovers, right. maybe has multiple partner parties, mm-hmm. and then she comes home to her cuckolded husband, who is at home, mm-hmm. and is maybe waiting in anticipation of her return, of reclaiming her when she comes home, mm-hmm. and and often she comes home with sticky panties or with a you know pussy filled with cum, right. and he gets to clean her out, and there there's a range of like dynamics around that experience okay got it. separately and this is what i was trying to get you to do <laughs> was to sissify your cuckold that's another sect of, of hot wifing yeah so in in the case of the hot wife and the cuckold the cuckold might become extremely uh, marginalized in the relationship mm-hmm and, you know, very often, and I, and, I, and I can't say this is always the case, but very often cuckolds are, are men with tiny penises that can't satisfy their wives. Mm-hmm. And so they look for outside satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And so then, then you get into this whole notion of, well, then I'm just going to have you wear a cage. And, and you start, there's, 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 a, there's a whole process of, Minimizing the cuckold's experience mm-hmm. of her, um, caging and chastity. Because that turns them on. Is that what you're saying? Yes, because as a cuckold, it's an agreement. Yes, as mm-hmm. a, as a cuckold, they're 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 um, excited by that role that they have. Right, right. And it doesn't have to be a a, a BDSM kind of role. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's sadomasochism involved or bondage Are necessarily. Are cuckolds always, you know, because like you talked about when the hot wife returns. Yes. And I guess I, I'm saying this, and as I say it, I, I realize that truly anyone can make any kind of dynamic they want. So, But I, I wonder if you've heard of this. Are cuckolds always a submissive role? And the reason I ask that is because the way you stated it, 
is if they've made agreement that he gets off on her being used by other men, whatever, then when she comes home, he reclaims her. I mean, couldn't he reclaim her if they have this arrangement in a dominant way? Yes. Like he's taking her back. Yeah, the relationship that I was involved in with a um, submissive before right. you, right. that was their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Their dynamic was he was dominant over her, right? but he got off on whoring her out. Right. Yeah. So that was their... But he's still considered a cuckold technically, in, in that yeah, like I was still, part of the role. Like as it as it related to her sexuality, I was dominant even over him. Right. And you know he would address me as sir and thank you sir and mm-hmm. please may I, you know please would you consider Got this it. sir that kind of thing. So it was like you, him, her. Yeah, in the sexual dynamic. Right. But when she left here, because I wouldn't let her stay over. Right. Right. She did one time, uh, but I wouldn't let her stay over as a general rule. Mm-hmm. I would send her home. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that that's a whole different conversation about why that occurred. But but as a general rule, he would reclaim her when she came home. And I mean, just keep in mind, like those sex scenes were like eight, ten hour scenes, mm-hmm. and then she would go home and be used like the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. So so she was this in the super sexualized space. Um, but putting her aside, just in general, mm-hmm. you know what you have are cuckolds at home who are being denied and then there's lots of ways that plays out you know they could be sissified they could be just denied Mm -hmm. they could be um you know you know made to watch they could be made like tied up and made to watch the bull using their wife and then clean up duties and then clean up duties there are lots of different ways that dynamic plays out Mm -hmm. um but it's definitely an interesting dynamic to me. Like, like one of the things that I found I was deeply attracted to was fucking other men's wives. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I like that. It's naughty. It's naughty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did like that. <laughs> and so, so I never got much more involved in the cuckolding scene, scene that, than that. Got it. Right? Got it. On a on a kind of a side note to that, when you're looking at submissives, let's just say that are interested, they may not have a hot wife dynamic, but they're interested in cuckolding kind of thing, or you know having a key master or that kind of thing. Um, it's it's really um, it's real easy for someone to say, just lock me up, right? Yes. And there may be a few people out there that have had enough experience that that's where they, they know they need to be there. But what I'm finding is, um, especially with denial tasks, people that I'm working with or coaching right now, training, um, there, it's a mixed bag. Sure. So to fit into the dynamic completely, you know, the denial would be like, I like the power of the denial. They get off on it, but they all, it feels like they want something more. Like Like they don't want to stay. Yeah. They don't want to stay in their role. They're hoping. I think you have feelings for them or something, and then you'll give them more. That's what I, that's the vibe I get based on conversations. And I don't know if that's. There's so many, there's so many ways the male cuckolds in these relationships relate to their hot wives. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, you know, you know how we talk about how 
there's no right way to be as a Dhamma Rasad. Correct. That's mm-hmm. true in that world, too. You have cuckolds who are... <laughs> it is a dynamic. You have cuckolds who are extremely submissive, mm-hmm. who want to get pegged by their hot wife, who are sissified, made to wear a cage, made to wear women's clothes, made to, you know, put makeup on and and and, right. and sort of really take on the role of the maid at home, mm-hmm. right? There are there are cuckold relationships where the the male can't perform sexually, mm-hmm. and the, they allow for and support the women going out, mm-hmm. and and provide you know her with sort of emotional and financial support, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There are cuckold situations where, sort of what happened with us, where the the bull takes the hot wife away from the husband. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of dynamics in that space. I, I didn't even consider someone who feels like they can't perform, um, and and that's based on each individual because there's a, a million ways to perform that aren't just erections, you know. But let's just say this person deems whatever it is it happens to be erection, and so they decide that means that they're not satisfying their wife yes. even if the wife says yeah i'm fine but you know they've decided that and then together they've decided that she'll be satisfied i think i can see from that perspective how that person might still have a lot of first of all they probably care about the person yeah the hot wife they have a relationship at some level with them and therefore they want to see their partner happy yeah and at the same time, they don't want to just throw the whole relationship out the door and right. lose the other parts of the relationship they still have with this person. Correct. Based on that one part. Yes. No, that's definitely a very um, common conversation that mm-hmm. uh, occurs on the cuckold boards. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. About not wanting to give up that part of the relationship, about wanting to support their wife in her sexual exploitation and a and exploration and maybe finding new ways they can be involved sexually yeah like, like there's there's a lot of you know in the in the um in the boards there's a lot of conversations like she has a date tonight i can't wait to see the picture you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like here's a picture of her getting ready for her date tonight mm-hmm. and there's a lot of excitement around that sort of putting her out there as a sexual creature mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then you know, she she came home and she was like wet, and yeah, it was like this, the reclaiming sex was so hot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of that kind of conversation. I got it. I got it. Yeah. But then there's a whole another conversation about adding a DS dynamic to, to the hot wife. To the hot wife. So dynamic. how does that change it? It changes it a lot. So, for example, I've seen circumstances, and this is where I was trying to like persuade you because mm-hmm. you're a switch so mm-hmm. I was trying to persuade you to explore that dominant side with your ex-husband mm-hmm. while you su- explored your submissive side with me so you'd be extremely submissive to me and extremely dominant at home yeah I wasn't extremely dominant but I was dominant at home yeah and so but because that relationship had already made the turn yeah it wasn't a turn on for wasn't me. Wasn't available. It to wasn't you. available to me as a even a power thing or anything. Yeah, I, was, I get it. It was a turn on. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that, that I can I get that situation. Um, it's interesting because I keep talking about um, people I'm training right now, and I just to see if they'll make turns in certain directions. Um, I I think when you're 
in your dominant role, or I can say it, me as a switch when I'm in my dominant role because you're dominant all the time. But what I see is um, maybe it's just normal an attachment to me in a way that I'm not uh, expecting based on what I've done thus far. Of in the training. submissives to, to you as yeah. a dominant? No, I think that's perfectly normal. As, you know, I mean, the reality is in, when it's online, it's a little different situation than in sure. real. And so then I'm trying to, like, look, assess that and say, where, did, where is that in my space? Because nothing's wrong, right? There's nothing they're doing wrong. They're, yeah. they're great, and I think they're doing great. So that's not a problem. But I also gauge myself, like, where am I at in this? Has it yeah. has something switched in me? Has it changed for me where I'm like, oh, I see this person a little differently now? And I don't yet. There hasn't been anything of significance yet that's been like, okay, yes, I see this person turning a corner. Got that, it. that seems interesting to me. Yeah, no, I got it. Does that make that's sense? That's fine, totally. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. It, it's not like there's a requirement for any particular thing. So it's No, whatever, it, and it's, I think it's because I'm... I'm. I need time to get to know somebody. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. that that's that's you. And that's yeah, exactly. What exactly. Yeah. So so there are, um, there are, hot wife cuckold relationships, mm-hmm. where the cuckold's sexual contact with the hot wife is denied, mm-hmm. and where she only would touch him with a gloved hand right. and milk his milk his penis to with a finger with a with a fingertips right right you know into a cup for him to drink like that yeah like there's that level of ds experience without it being you know say the masochistic it's, got it yeah so so you, you have this entire range of available kinks mm-hmm. inside of this threesome right now you've got the bull mm-hmm. and the bull you know what they are are really somebody who's sort of driven to like using and dominating and you know fucking the hot wife Mm -hmm. for hours and just sitting at home you know bruised and sore and used right right and what often happens is and and i've and i've read tons of stories like this Mm -hmm. what often have what often occurs is that on a gradient the hot wife becomes emotionally connected to and attached to the bull Mm -hmm. and then they start spending more time with them and and all of a sudden like the cuckold is left with like an absence of a partner mm-hmm. and it sees her infrequently and then on a gradient that relationship deteriorates and the the, the hot wife leaves with the bull. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen that play out. Yeah, of course. So anytime you're in a multi-party dynamic, whether it's consensual or not consensual, because yeah. sometimes these, these hot wife cuckold relationships are less than completely consensual. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know? We'll think it happens a lot. Yeah. Like, oftentimes, I can, I can, there have been lots of stories I've read about where the hot wife has rekindled a relationship with an old boyfriend, mm-hmm. and so it starts out like that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, the confession, and then the the confession leads to the... We don't want to break up, so how do we do this? How do we do this? Mm-hmm. I really want to do it. You know, that sort of starts the, you know... So, so there, there's so many different ways that hot wifing plays out, mm-hmm. but it all lives. All of it lives in the world of of um, non consensual 
or consensual non-monogamy, mm-hmm. right? Like all of it. So now the question is, you know, what are the ethics of non-consensual non-monogamy in that context? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I have always talked about consensual non-monogamy. Right, right. You know, so so in the event that, that like we're counseling people about hot wifing, we yep. would counsel them to have consensual non-monogamy. Yeah, oh yeah. Because we, we believe people should be responsible for who they're being. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that's what's happening in the universe in reality. No, no. I, yeah, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it happens. I just don't think it's happening all the time. What, what this brings to mind is there's a ton of vanillas out there hot-wifing that don't even know they're... Being cuckolded. Being kinky. Yeah. <laughs> or they're cuckolding or whatever, but it is. Right. But that's what it is. Right. They, a lot of people espouse that in the vanilla world as just being an open relationship or swinging, right. but they don't really... A lot of people don't even look at open relationships or swinging as much as kinky, even though it is. Yeah. But because they want to normalize it to make it more like acceptable, like society is acceptable. So they try to... Often you'll hear them talk about keeping it out of the the word kink or right. that world so that it's normalized, mm. if you will. Um, but it is what it is, apples. Drink it's better as you drink it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Another aspect of hot wifing that's really interesting to me is that oftentimes what you have are hot wives that interact with bulls outside of the home. Mm-hmm. And then on a gradient, the bull starts coming to the house to fuck the hot wife. In front of the cuck? In front of the cuck. Mm. And then on a gradient, the cuck is then called on to clean off the yeah. hot wife after the bull's fucked her in mm-hmm. front of him. And then on a gradient, the bull is then asking the cuck to clean him off right after he fucks her right. and then on a gradient the bull is fucking the cock as well yeah and so that that dynamic occurs too because yeah. a lot of I've read that a lot because you'll see bulls that specifically say they're bisexual too and so they're looking for a hot wife dynamic so they get both needs met in one set of partners right. versus you know keeping their partners to a specific number yeah think? yeah yeah and 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 that dynamic definitely occurs, mm-hmm. and, and a number of cuckolded men in hot wife relationships happen to be at least bisexual, possibly mm-hmm. gay. True. You know. Yeah. And and so they they seek that experience. Yeah. Well, you could see that happening because lots of people have been known to get married when one of the partners is gay. Yeah. And then, the, but they still. Maybe they've had kids by this point. Who knows? Whatever. Or they right. just want to stay together. How are they going to make it work? And they get imaginative yeah. on how to make that happen. Yeah. And so so that dynamic that I just described mm-hmm. often plays out into where the cuckold is sissified mm-hmm. completely and then made into the bull's bitch mm-hmm. along with the hot wife. I if that it. makes sense. I got it. Yeah. So you can see, like, there's lots of different ways to draw circles mm-hmm. in that in, in that construct. And it depends on the people involved, like where you can take them and that kind of thing. But yeah. yeah, I get that. Right. So, so what would make hot wifing work, or what would make it not work? Is the question. Ooh. And it always comes down to the same thing, which is communication. Mm-hmm. Like you always have to communicate 
in reality what the expectations are and the experience of being one of those people in that mm-hmm. you know non-monogamy right triangle right hmm it's fascinating because it probably happens way more often than we even know based on bo- you know kink boards and things totally i think it happens a lot more often well, I mean, you can start from here. Like, any time a married woman has sex outside of her marriage, in a way, she's cuckolded her husband. What's the difference if a male does that to a female? Is it so cuckolding? No. Is it called something else? It's, it's, it, I think it's just called cheating. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, but that wouldn't seem right. It would have to be something. Because that probably it, exists, it, too. It probably exists, too, yeah. Where? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. probably exists. I don't know what they... I don't know what that I don't know that, that what what the what the term Maybe there is. probably is a designation for it. I'm sure it's not a new idea. Yeah. You know, if, this, if the men have been doing it, the women have been doing it too. So Sure. I don't know what that would be. That'd be interesting to find out. Maybe someone out there knows, can tell us. Yeah, I have to think about that. Um the the construct though for hot wifing. Mhm is very much that it's it's the husband who's being cuckolded mm-hmm. as opposed to the wife who's being cuckolded. Mm-hmm. The husband's being cuckolded, the wife's out getting laid by, you know, usually aggressive men with big cocks who are mm-hmm. established, have established themselves as bulls. Mm-hmm. And there may or may not be any interaction with, with the, the cuckold. Cuck. Yeah. And and there may be, like, no interaction between the bull and the cuckold. Mm-hmm. There may be some interaction with the bull and the cuckold. Mm-hmm. There may be uh, little post-bull action at home. Mm-hmm. There may be a lot. Mm-hmm. There may be a combined effort to dominate, sissify, humiliate the cuckold. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. You know, there could be there could be any number of scenarios scenarios mm-hmm. that play out in that space, and and none of it's there's nothing wrong with any of it. No, no, right? no, and yeah. and like you say, we don't know where we turn the rabbit hole. So it's it's right. the dynamic of those three people together that creates whatever it creates. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, and I think and I think you know you and I have talked about in the past like what happens if you bring a third person into a dynamic Mm -hmm. and all of the ways that could blow up right so just imagine (laughs) imagine where it's it's not consensual like automatically that creates like that creates a huge space to deal with lots of lots of anger lots of frustration there's a really great message board called Mm ourhotwives.org where there's message boards for hot wives, there's message boards for cuckolds, there's message boards for bulls, there's message boards for like their their personals, there's mm-hmm. ways for people to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly what's interesting are the are the conversations that occur, the stories people write about mm-hmm. their own experience. Right. So if you're a couple listening to this and you're thinking you know, we might like cuckolding. That's a great resource. We'll have to put that on the podcast so yeah. that people can access that, you know, because anytime we hear anything new, we want to make sure that listeners have that. Yeah. So that's a great idea. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. And you probably can get on there and just like 
people do on FetLife like I did, and you can ask questions of people. Sure. And and there are there are cuckolding groups on FetLife too. Mm. There are there are cuckolding and hot wife groups on FetLife. Okay. Fantastic. Well. Yeah. No, it's definitely an interesting dynamic. Like I like I, I was really fascinated by it. Like that mm-hmm. was my that was where I sort of started my exploration of postmarital kink mm-hmm. was in the world of hot wifing. Sound it sounds similar to, you know, when we talk about stepping down on people people stepping down on their marriages. If yeah. they're doing that, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're if they're having sex with another married person, that's what's happening. It may be non consensual, but that's what's happening. With another married or unmarried person. But doesn't she have to have a partner to be no, hot wifing? You said if they're having sex with another married person. I mean, I, I thought you meant if the wife is having sex with another married part person. The 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 the, the wife, mm-hmm. the hot wife, can have sex with whomever she chooses. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying a, a random guy yeah. having sex with a wife. Oh, I see. Yes. Is already putting themselves in that situation. It's yes. already happening. So it makes sense that people gravitate towards that in kink as they move into kink because that's something that people do oh, anyway. People yes. are doing that right now. Yeah, so 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 what so what this is is really giving um, labels and words to describe the dynamics that occur <laughs> right in that space. Right. And anytime you put a label on something, you, there's people who don't fit the label. I know, I know. Right? So yeah. lab- labels aren't Yeah. Labels are really just a placeholder for a conversation, yes, right? So exactly. So it's it's not like if your wife is having sex with somebody else that you're a cuckold, therefore you have to behave this certain way. Well, right? it, especially if it's non-consensual because you wouldn't know, right? No. But it doesn't mean you any less that you are. Yeah, I, I would say if it's non-consensual, that that's going to create space. Oh, I, I definitely agree with you on space. I'm just talking yeah. about so, so if it's the dynamic of what's happening yeah. is that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it, if it is consensual, then how it plays out, it really has to be in, this, in, the, in the world of like, desire and acceptance and interest of mm-hmm. all the parties concerned. Yeah, because everyone has to get along or, you know, agree. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that's... One extra person to agree. <laughs> yeah, I read a, a story one time about a, a a gentleman whose wife was having sex with this bull, mm-hmm. and he was like barbecuing outside one day, and, and and his wife was in the kitchen, and he came in, and there's this bull standing there in the kitchen, in his in his house, and he had, that had never happened before. Right. And and the, the emotions that he's dealing with around that. Oh wow. You know, mm-hmm. like, like there's a lot that's that is lives in this world well it's one thing to send your wife off yeah and you know it's happening but it's off out of your view it's another thing to be right there in front of you now there's lots of people that enjoy that too but but there's levels for people on either what they want or consent to or um are comfortable with yeah um and sometimes People like to always, we even in the vanilla world, they like, don't ask, don't tell kind of thing, which right. is such a crock of shit. Yeah. Because the idea is your head's in the sand, so it doesn't, that's why it doesn't bother you yeah. that he's stepping out on you or whatever is happening. Right. 
but the reality is if you knew he was stepping out, it would bother you. So what, like be with reality. Yeah. You know, and then, and then deal with that as such versus just pretending it's not there because that's, that's not good for either partner. No. Even the one saying, well, she, she's okay with her head in the sand. That's not good. You're not being integral either. No. And it definitely would affect, I think, it always then, when you're out of integrity, anywhere in your life, when you're out of integrity, I think it kind of folds over to other parts of your life. Oh, absolutely. It, it definitely becomes a filter for you that, you know, we've talked about before, getting clear and complete with things. Um so that you can travel through your life a little more seamlessly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, my mother used to tell me all the time, you can, you can always remember the truth, but lies catch up with you. You can't remember them right, all. Right. Well, especially after one of my major injuries, I, I had to really, I, I, was, I, I have really been truly truthful most of my life and pretty yeah. integral, but I really grabbed onto that even more so, because like, that's it. I can remember what I've done. Right. And that's it. I can't remember like a made up thing. Absolutely. And so I just really adhere to that. And I think it's um, actually a blessing in disguise because I have to be authentic if I want to be happy. So I have to be where I am. And if the truth hurts, that's just what it is because that's what I can keep hang on to. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think... You know, we've talked so much about, in our own relationship, how valuable the communication has been, mm-hmm. right? Like, just to have, like, this ongoing conversation, Yeah. right? And, and that it takes being responsible to create our relationship newly every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes that right. to be in relationship with another human being. Right. Like, you might not realize it takes that. You may, you may be, you may be um, comfortable in your relationship and think, I don't have to... Anything, work on it or whatever right? the word is but, yeah. but the truth is you have to be responsible for who you're being and you have to be responsible for who they're being and how you occur to them and how they occur to you so it doesn't matter whether you're in a ds dynamic mm-hmm. or whether you're in a cuckold hot wife dynamic or, or whether you're a, in a um, uh, an uh, ethical non-monogamous poly dynamic mm-hmm. you still have to be responsible for every relationship you have what do they call the, the other poly like if if uh, let's just say it's a threesome but they don't all live together yeah. let's just say so the guy's the center of the pyramid or if you that will there's two girls and a guy and there's two girls and a guy so yeah. What do they call the women to each other who aren't really playing? Metamors. Metamors. Yeah. So, like, you have to be responsive to the metamors as yes. well. Yes, yes. You can't just pretend they don't exist. No, no, and absolutely. That, and that I'm only going to talk to the person I'm involved with, and then they they need to be the one. It's like playing the telephone game. Yeah. They need to talk to the other person to make sure it's okay. No. That doesn't work that way. You no. know how that doesn't work. No, my, my view is that the most valuable, important aspect of any human relationship mm. is communication. Yeah. That's the most valuable part of any relationship. Yeah. And and you know, we've talked so much about how we believe that people live inside of stories that they have about themselves, like that like those stories are the truth. Yeah. You know, what you really have to do is step outside of your stories mm-hmm. to be in communication with somebody. Oh, certainly, because your filter's running hardcore while you're talking, you know, and not, and and then you're filtering everything that's being said. Yeah. So if it's not, I'm not good enough, let's say, 
as you're telling me, I'm, I like this about you, whatever, I'm just going, nope, that's not true, that's not true. I'm just counting things or whatever in my little ticker in right. my head. Meanwhile, I've heard, I've really, let's say this, I've not listened to anything you've said. I've heard it, but I've not listened to any of it. Right. And not been able to process it in a way to be able to give back to you any feedback or anything back. I've not been responsible on my side. And one of the things that this, I'm totally going off topic, but one of the things I'm learning with this injury and recovery and things like that, you know, you're doing tons of stuff around here and tons of things in the house to allow me to convalesce, which is hugely great. I'm grateful for at the same time. So I don't have a lot of, if you will, if if my story said there's a ticker tape that says how many things have you done? For the other person that like there's a competition which I don't believe that but let's just say the story is saying that I've been toying with the whole thing in my head that it's okay if I don't have a lot of things to say about anything and not just in relation to what you've been doing with care but just it's made me think in a, in a more global response of like I don't have to win the conversation. I don't have to have more accolades or whatever. Do you do you understand what I'm talking I about? I think so. You it's, seem it's, you seem moved by this. I'm moved by this because it's freeing. At the same time, it's scary when you don't say anything. You're like, oh, I'm not sure if people are gonna take that well. So, so say more about this. It's hard because I'm getting emotional um it's just a realization it's not even I'm actually it's profound that's why it's moving me um it's about looking good making sure you're doing enough that just being alive is enough and you know I'm convalescing I'm not doing shit (laughs) Except getting better. Which is which is the highest priority. Which is, I totally know that. That's what's being said. So what, what I'm grappling with is all the other times in my life when I needed to take care of myself in some way and did not because yeah. I felt I had to do more to prove it was okay that I could be allowed to do whatever I was doing. And a lot of times it relates to recovering from... Injuries. Other injuries or, yeah. you know, surgeries or whatever. And so then you say, well, before I used to do this, I, it would hurt me, hurt me to go do it, but I would still go do all these other things and, and no one noticed, but I felt like I was pulling my load. You, do you know what I'm saying? I think so, yeah. So I don't at all feel like that's what's going on now. I'm just recognizing that all the wasted energy or intention for a story. Does that well, make sense? Well, yes. Like I'm putting a ton of energy into a story to validate a story and no one else is aware of the story. No. Uh, like no one else knows what your story is. And that's true for every human. Oh, I know. But yeah. then it would, what I become clear on is like, I'm not alone. I'm not in a silo on this. No. This is a human experience. Can yes. you imagine like all the other people dealing with stuff? And doing a similar thing. And sure. if I knew a friend of mine was doing that, like if I, a friend of mine 
fell ill or something and I found out later they were doing that, I'd be horrified. I'd be, right, I feel like I hadn't done enough or something. Yeah. So, so as, as you started to become alert after your surgery, this, this one, the surgery, yeah, yeah. I kept saying to you, and I remember, <laughs> you have to ask for help because yes. you can't do things and you don't need to do things because right. I'm here to help you. Like right. that's, my, that's my role in being responsible totally. for our dynamic is to ensure that you're cared for. No, totally. And I, I feel that way. It, but what happens is your story gets in there. Of course. Because it, it never goes away. It just stays there. Right. And it pops up and says, well, this. And you're like, shit. Yeah. It's a fascinating, <coughs> it's so, a fascinating thing. And I'm just I'm aware of it more now than ever. And not just in this situation and circumstance, but that I have found myself just taking a breath sometimes and going, it's okay if I don't have anything to say. Or it's okay if I... Um, don't have a laundry list of things that I can show someone that I've, I'm worthwhile today. I'm worthwhile just because I'm here today. Not right. because I've done Anything. X, Y, Z or Absolutely. whatever. That's a, that's a realization that's difficult for me with the story that runs in the background. Totally. I get that. I get that. And, and you're right. It's completely off topic. Totally and, off topic. And, and, yes, but that's what we do. And Yes. But, and <laughs> it's really a valid conversation to have because... Right. Because it came up. It actually came up because of this topic. Yes. Somehow. So. Yeah. So, so it goes to the heart of what I'm saying, which is that... In, in absolutely in any dynamic, whether it's you know monogamous or polyamorous or ethically non-monogamous or you know what, whatever whatever it is, yeah. the most important thing is to be in communication because you have to be responsible for who you're being. Yeah, and that's the thing that um, it's almost like hurry up and slow down kind of thing with kink. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's tons of people that just jump into kink and jump in the sack with anyone because that's, that, that's a human thing people do that anyway that's not sure. a kink world thing it's a, it's a human thing Right. but one of the things that I do like about the community is people put a little bit more thought into things and you need to because you're dealing with humans and relationship a lot of times yeah. you're trying to develop something and I think I, that's I would say people put a lot more thought Oh, I, I do too. I, I think um, there's a lot more conversation, even just prior just look, to meeting you, people. If you just look at the, if you just look at the people we've interviewed, yeah, right, Mecca, huge, long conversations, deep communication with all of his partners, right? Yeah. D twenty, long conversations with all of her partners. Yep. Um, Lady Swan. Lady Swan, same thing. Huge. You got to get her the CV before you even get to see her. Yeah, you know? huge communication. Yeah, right. Which is huge because she needs to know where you're at. Yeah, the, the kinky introverts. A lot of interaction around around their yeah, exploration. Our interview itself was a lot of just shared communication about what's happening. Yeah. Uh, even in the lab, like what they were talking amongst themselves, and, and I thought they were excellent communicators with one another yeah. about what they're trying to experience. Totally. Mr. Smith. 
absolute like deep communication he with, with his probably with his prefers that initially because he's trying to figure out what this person needs he's trying to be a contribution the way he described it though was great he said if you've got an itch to scratch i can scratch that itch what's your itch right, right? and that means yeah. he what he wants is a conversation with you about right. what that is right he's not just like okay here just bend over so i can start spanking you mm-hmm. he's he too has the motivation behind what he's doing it's not and that's the difference is it's not just, oh, I saw you across the room. You turn me on. Okay, turn me on. I want you to just bend over so I can fuck you. Right. That's what animals do. Okay, right. great. We are animals. So I get that. Yeah. And I get that that happens. Well, they're definitely, they're definitely orgies and swinger clubs yeah, and, and I, I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying yeah. what I'm saying in kink as you deal with people that are actually trying to move into dynamics and relationships. Yeah. Um. There's got to be more because there's a lot of ground being covered. Right. And you're and what you're really addressing if you if you if you scrape it down in communication to the bare bones, it's it's here are two people. Let's not even call what they're interested in is kink. Just they like to do certain things. But they all like to do maybe some similar things and some different things. And they better discuss that without right. just barreling head first in and finding out later you pissed someone off cuz you did something you shouldn't have or whatever. Yeah, so that so that 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 gestures towards the whole conversation about consent. Yeah, you know, consent versus just oh my penis is almost in you. Yeah, yeah. Now you can do that. Yeah, I mean, that, it, we're talking a lot more consent. We're talking yeah. about consent about uh, some people's uh, agreements get extremely detailed on yes. things like you can only touch me in these places. You can't touch me in these places. I mean, I've seen some of the contracts out there. Based on the types of, let's just say, rigid or high protocol dynamics, there's some pretty detailed information. Yeah. So, you know, consent is another way of saying be in communication. Yeah, I agree. Right. So, so, you know, we wanted to have a conversation about the hot wifing dynamic. We did. Hot mostly. wives, <laughs> no, hot wives, cuckolds and bulls. Right. Right. And, and and that can only occur consensually in communication with all the partners. Yeah. You know, um, when I was first researching behaving like a bull in a cuckolding dynamic, mm-hmm. um, you know, what I had put forward was I would like to meet with the hot wife and the Cuck. cuckold together mm-hmm. so I could understand what they wanted. Yeah. Right, because communication was the key construct. Yeah, and and you know ultimately, I think that's true. Like we've established that's true in our dynamic. We've mm-hmm. established it's true for all of the people we've interviewed who have power dynamics, because a hot wife dynamic is a power dynamic. So th- I guess I have this, and I'm going to pull us in another direction with hot wife because we're on that topic. But it yeah. really can happen in the power exchange yeah. dynamic. Um, so, but, but because this is a threesome ish, yes. that's why I'm bringing it up. Um, okay, so there's been these agreements. You've gone along for so long, whatever that means. Yeah. And um, and then the bull and the hot wife, in whatever scene, they decide to do something that may not be on agreement of the cuck. Gotcha. Anal sex, maybe. For the Let's just say, yeah. yeah, he said, they've agreed no anal sex, all yeah. of a sudden they're going to do anal sex. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, they're going to do it. Okay, so before they do it, ethically, 
with integrity, is it one of those things they should communicate with a cuck to find out if that's okay, and if it isn't, to honor that. Right. That, would, that, in my opinion, would be integral. Or do they just do it and then after the fact ask for forgiveness? Which, let's be honest, 99% <laughs> of the people do right. that. Right. But I don't know if that is really integral. It's for not. me, and, I, and, and, not. and the reason this comes up is because I look at my own ex-relationship, and when we were talking about hot wife with me, I would say to myself in my head, well... I was a hot wife that was non-consensual on the other side. Right. And that is true. Yeah. But there was a point when we got together, though, I had already asked for my divorce at that point. Right. I was a still married wife. It was non-consensual on his side, but I'm divorcing my husband. So in my arrangement with my ex was that, and we did this when we were in our 20s. Sure. Basically... If you're going to step out on me, I deserve a phone call before you insert your cock in someone's pussy or whatever, you know. You you deserve you you owe me a phone call. So that was no established. Ma- I I said that at the beginning and he said he'd honored that. Now I don't know if he honored that. Who who knows? You pretty much know he pretty didn't. Pretty much know he didn't. Right. But that was because of where my integrity was. It it isn't mean that it would take away the sting of that. It was that then I was free at that point to make a choice for myself. Without that, then I'm at, I'm just the I'm just the clod finding out after the fact, which no, is completely disrespectful for what anything we ever had before that point. Totally. Now you you've always held yourself to a high degree of integrity, and that's that's one of the things I've observed about how you relate to the world you live in. Right. It's the way you interact with your work. You do complete work. Yeah. It's the way you interact with me in our mm-hmm. dynamic. It's the way you interact with the cucks that you're involved with, yeah. or with the submissives you're involved with. Yeah, like you you have a you have a, a really like hundred percent bar on integrity. It's not like it's ninety eight percent. Like you right. do complete work. That's just who you are. Right, and it doesn't and, mean that I haven't fallen out of integrity. No, because because I'm human. Well, people who have high integrity often break their word. Yeah. But they course. get to restore their word too. Exactly. And that's yeah. with what I really got in touch with over um the last couple of years with training was restoring my word. Yes. In the in the regards of communicating with another person. Yeah. Is powerful because what before that, before I recognizing I could do that, all I would do is just feel badly exactly. that I right. that I didn't live up to the standard right. that I thought that I was trying to Achieve. put a, yeah. a, put a virtue in my life, like yeah. what what I thought was virtuous for my life, right? And instead, recognizing okay, there's no perfect, of course, but the reality is. Um, I try to aspire that. When I don't hit that, then I can restore my integrity and right. then still move on. Right. And that's been super empowering in that. So that's why I say in that dynamic, uh, what is what would be proper? Always, I mean, always, I guess it would be based on agreements too because yes. there could be agreements around that. Yeah, Always being straight would be proper. right? Always being straight with your conversations, your agreements and maintaining your integrity to those agreements. Like being so if word that in happened that in that dynamic, define no the, anal, define the dynamic. no okay, anal, yeah, 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 yeah. the bull has, the bull and, you know, because it's, it's not their agreement, so they had to have consent at some point. The, the bull and the hot wife agreed to have anal sex. Agree, they agreed and, to. And the hot wife and the cock have agreed that she wouldn't have anal sex. Right, they do, then yeah. she she's goes out of, home. She's out of integrity. So she does it without telling him. Yeah. 
then goes home and tells him. She, well, does the bull well, does the got, bull need to be required to tell him too? Because he's part of that agreement. Yes. So that exactly right. So she's out of integrity with her cup about that. She yeah. needs to restore her word around that. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have anal sex. I had anal sex. The impact is right on you, and the impact on me, and the impact on others. Right. Like and that. what will I do? A- and. I'll restore my agreement by making new agreements not to have anal sex, okay? Or put something in place. Put some some, some structure in place yeah, to, exactly. to prevent that. Like, I'll right. call you if that's going to happen and get your permission or, or something, right? right? Separately, the bull is out of integrity, too. That's what I was wondering. So, so that's he, what I'm saying when you have those when you have those threesomes or foursomes or fivesomes. He 100% is out of integrity. Right. He needs to restore his integrity. I said I wouldn't do that. We did that. So I wonder. He has some impacts. In the right. hot wife scenarios you're talking yeah. about where the bull has no interaction with the cuck, would they feel like, well, no, that's not my responsibility. That's so, yours. So, so there's, but there's, I think like a, a, I think there's a certain standing that bulls have like, like they control the sexual dynamic. Like they're the dominant character. That's fine if they're dominant, it, but I think but if you're dominant, you still have to be integral. You still have to have agreements, right? And you have to have agreements. Yeah. So I think, I think that there's a lot of tension in this space. Of, like, who's the bull responsible to, the hot wife or the cock or both? And I'm not saying he's he's submissive. No, no, no. At any point, no. To be a man of your word is not submissive. No, it no, is no. to be a dom, to it's be a man, to have integrity. Yeah, to have integrity. Yeah. So the reality is, as a bull, regardless of what you are doing, because hopefully you're doing consensual bull yeah. play. Then you you want your integrity because your integrity is part of who you are in the other dynamics that you possibly have. Because yeah. a lot of times people have more than one dynamic going yeah. on, and so, I, and again, if you aren't integral in that, I right. do think no matter what you say, right. it will pull over into other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. And until you're complete with that, it becomes a place that creates space for anything new. Totally. One of the biggest challenges in the hot wife dynamic mm-hmm. is um, bulls wearing condoms while having sex with the hot wife. Oh, that's like an agreement thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because then they just don't. They, they don't just don't because they don't want to. Mm-hmm. And so now, now the bull is like creating risk for everybody in terms of what his sexual behavior is, which is un, uncontrolled. I want to speak to that too. Yeah. And this is going to be a long conversation. Um, Okay, so that's a risk to health. That's a health, health risk. risk right. It could be a life risk. Let's right. say whatever. Okay, so we all get that, and yeah. as humans, we go, "That's bad." You know, don't do that, right? But I think any time integrity is broken, yeah, whether it's a health risk or an emotional risk, yeah. the scarring, the damage is deep. Is the same. Yeah, I agree. It's ongoing. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. If you get syphilis from someone, yes. it's ongoing. Yes. If you, you get have, herpes, have right. you if you have broken the trust of a relationship, yeah, it's ongoing. Yeah, that those things, they don't just go away because even syphilis. Let's say, okay, I get medicine now, yeah. and I got to now. For, I don't even know with syphilis. I'm using syphilis because we watched a movie. I think with syphilis on it, but the reality would Out be of Africa, right? Yeah, the reality would be I don't know what the deal is if if you actually get cured from it or if it just goes into remission. But maybe because of it, you have to wear a condom forever now. Let's just say. Okay. Or some kind of barrier. Um, that doesn't mean that emotionally there isn't scarring. Because now you have to work on re 
establishing the trust, trust in right. that relationship, and it won't necessarily jump back to where it ever was. No, no, no. Trust You're is, not guaranteed that. No, trust, trust is a hard one to recover. And I think as humans, if we've noticed anything, I'm going to tie this back into COVID, if we've noticed anything about what COVID's caused to us as humans is a change in how we are isolated. Yes. A feeling of isolation, at least. Yes. From other humans. Or we're separated from other humans. Right. Well, that's humans like touchy, so yeah. think about that. And that has created um, a discord in how we, and you know, that, that's just us not being able to gather in restaurants together and have community. Or, it's or, deeply or affected others, some right. people. Dinner I mean, the, parties, for some people, clubs, bars. Yeah, yeah I'm that. I'm lucky. You you're a fantastic cook, so we've been right. having date night every night. But right. there, but there are a lot of people that eat out every night. Right. And this has deeply affected them in their social constructs. So what yeah. what I'm trying to get at is, we are affected by other humans and how they perceive us, and the trust and the safe space that we create with others. Yeah. Is just as equally as important as whether I'm giving you a disease or not. It, it's the same importance to us as humans living our lives yeah and it's it's hard because um we discount that a lot we discount people's we think our perception is the only perception that matters true and other people's perceptions don't really matter we pretend they matter but they we we really say they don't matter matter. and they do and when you're talking about three sums four sums five sums all of those people you're accountable to, even if you're not having sex with them. Totally. No, I, I think that's right. I think, I think that... Because isn't that very much like a family? If yes. I do something in a family yes. unit yes. that is a group... Yes. And we're not all having sex together, no, right? No, but it's how you define family that's important. Right. Right. So then, but let's just say it's a traditional, I have kids and a family. Okay. I'm having sex with my spouse. Yes. If I do something that affects that group... I'm accountable to that group. Totally. Like I lost my job or something. I, yeah. I'm accountable to the group. Yes, no, totally. So That's it's the true. same thing. I think so too. I, th- I, think that, I think that we have to consider that... <laughs> this is our longest podcast. <laughs> ever. And we have to consider that in a dynamic where you have cuckolds, bulls, and hot wives... Mm-hmm that we have to redefine the context of family because now that's a family in a sense. I think you're onto because, that. Because they're, they're related without being relations with each other. I think that's very true. And it doesn't matter if it's... Um, mm, the aloof isn't the word I'm trying to use, but if it's more... Distant. Distant. It's, yeah. it, let's just say it's not a polyamorous union right. dynamic. Right. It's just a, it's a it's they're experiencing kind of... their sexual proclivities, yes. right? And they don't necessarily hate the people, but they don't no. really have, they don't really want to know, like the cuck yeah. and the bull don't really want to go have a beer together. Right, okay. exactly. So I get that. That's not, no one says yet has to happen. Right. But they still have a responsibility to one another. Yes. Because they are... Their actions directly affect each other. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, the agreement would be this hot wife, let's say she's playing with this bull. This bull could have four other dynamics going. Exactly. Now all those other dynamics are part of the circle. That's what polyamory does. Yes. In the sense that 
and I and from what I understand, a lot of um, polyamory quads and tri- tries and all those all the numbers they go with. They have to have the communication because if they play, if a quad is together and they've de- deemed them all, we're all only with each other. Let's say they happen to be all playing. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes they're just couples that play off cross each from each other. But then one of them says all of a sudden one day, hey, I met this guy. I'm out, right. I'm going to go meet this guy. Yeah. That foursome has to be on now alert like, oh, what is this? Yeah, and I said this the other day, and this, and this sort of got your attention, which is that when you have sex with another person, everyone you're having sex with is also having sex with them. Yeah. From a, from a, from a it, it, biological it, it, like bacteria standpoint. Yeah, right? from, from that, yes, I agree with that. Right. And then if you're involved with anyone, to, to add to that, if you're presently involved with anyone beyond the people that you've in the past but presently yes whether those people know each other or not they're all involved with each other absolutely because now there's an involvement on the biological aspect but, also but there's emotional. an invo- emotional and yeah. what is the biggest thing in Polly's talk about time yeah calendars calendars is like the like one of the number one things they talk about calendars and time yeah because now you're talking about sharing time Right. And what people deem as quality time. Right. Based on whatever their dynamic is. Yeah. And so it's a fascinating, we've kind of got off halfways, but the whole point was Hot Wife is an access to that whole communication structure we're talking about and the integrity behind but, that. And I think those are the two things we should leave this conversation with. Is yeah. that if you're involved in a Hot Wife cuckold bull dynamic, right. communication is the most important thing. Yes. And get your calendars organized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with that, I can be complete about it. I'm complete. <laughs> That's it for today. You can find us on your favorite podcast directory. We also have an RSS feed. If you're interested in online coaching for kinksters or online domination, you can visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. And if you're uh, having comments or suggestions or drink ideas for our podcast, you can email me at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Cheers. Cheers.